0: Sorry about that. Good morning everybody. And uh good morning to those folks online. If you're watching online, write something in the comments so that we know who is with us. If you're watching online, I hope you're somewhere really fun, like out of town, like at the beach or something. So, uh this is my favorite announcement, Pastor Sam. Pastor Sam has been so excited about this. He he thought it was last week. So, this Wednesday, <laughs> this Wednesday, don't show up to Harriet's class, which is like the big hit in town everybody goes to. Don't show up to Pastor Sam's class because we are going to be at Nakalula Falls. It is going to be amazing. It's from five to seven. Back in the sound booth, Eric Wright is back there and he is grilling a bunch of hot dogs and hamburgers with his friends. It's going to be amazing. Are you grilling? Sure, from five to seven, you're grilling. So you want to be there, really. Invite everyone you know to the picnic. You can invite friends. This is another big event that has to do with food as well. Vacation Bible School is coming up soon, and it's a food truck party is the theme. You cannot miss Vacation Bible School. Catherine's right there. I want you to tell her at the end of the service how you want to help with Vacation Bible School. Um, Cleve Estes, our friend here at the church, wanted me to tell you uh, there's a men's walking group that meets at 7 a.m. Monday through Friday at the main entrance to the Country Club across from the Church of Christ. He said all men are invited, so join him with the walking group. Senior Sunday for our high school seniors will be next Sunday. You don't want to miss that in both services. And May 22nd, we're having a bake sale for any of our junior high uh, youth that are going to Camp Sumatanga this summer. So on the 22nd, you want to come here ready to buy lots of baked goods for those kids, and that will be over by the uh, coffee. So uh, you don't want to miss that on the 22nd. And lastly, women, don't forget to get a gift. This is for all women in the church. We have a gift for you at the entrances. We want you to have that. And let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Loving God, we are so thankful that we can come together and worship this morning. We pray that you will calm our hearts and our minds, help us focus on you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And Jay, I forgot, before I give you this microphone back, we have a short video for everybody. <laughs>
1: The mouths of babes, right? Well, again, happy Mother's Day to everybody. Would you stand and sing with us this morning? Accept it. We shout And I'll be crucified with you This death is just a doorway
2: Thank you good morning y'all may be seated except for our kids because they're about to go to uh, children's church with Miss Catherine all right here we go all right I want to welcome you uh, Pastor Andy already welcomed you but I want to welcome you to our service today happy Mother's Day to you hello to all of you who are worshiping with us online we love you and we're glad to be connected with you that way. Um, we have each, each Sunday this month, we're, we're doing a special focus on our missionaries, and uh, if we could put our missionary up there for this week, it's Reverend Dr. Wesley Magruder, and he is, he is not actually in Panama, he is in um, a city in South Africa that I cannot pronounce But he knows where he is, and you know where he is. And he is working as a missionary with the United Methodist General Board of Global Missions. And um, he's originally from Plano, Texas. Anybody been to Plano, Texas? Yeah. Okay, one person. All right. But that's where he is originally from. And um, he is serving. Now, and he has been serving there since June of 2019. So. we put these up to remind you that, that when you give and support the ministries of the United Methodist Church, you're supporting missionaries, 60 countries around the world. And when you give and support your church here, you're supporting all of these children's ministry, youth ministry, missions and, and all of the things that we do here in downtown Gadsden, Alabama, and beyond. So thank you for your giving. When we pray, let's pray um, for Reverend Magruder and for his family, and uh, let's also pray for our offering. Thank you, and continue to give. Oh, Lord, you are the giver of all good gifts, and one of the gifts that you give is the gift to serve and the calling that you have. I thank you, Lord, for Reverend Magruder and his work in South Africa and all the lives that are touched uh, because of that. I thank you for the work that we do here in downtown Gadsden, for all the ministries of this great church, and for all your people who are your servants, your hands and your feet. I thank you for everyone who gives from their heart and gives cheerfully because they know that that it affects the kingdom of God and it touches people's lives. Take the tithes and offerings, take everything that we have to offer you, including our lives, and use it, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: just the sum of every high and every low remind me once again just who
2: so much praise band and and Kalen what a, a beautiful beautiful song I love that love that message all right John chapter 10 verses 22 through 30 will be our gospel reading for today follow along on the screen up there if you would like to there are pew bibles in the back of the pews that you can follow along with John chapter 10 verses 22 through 30 At that time, the festival of the dedication took place in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I have told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name testify of me. But you do not believe because you do not belong to my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. What my Father has given me is greater than all else. And no one can snatch it out of my Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, happy Mother's Day. If I've, I think I've already probably said that, but we are celebrating the wonderful moms that we have, both our biological moms and our extra moms. Um, you know what I mean by say, when I say extra moms, right? Uh, Tammy was visiting one of. Uh, her coworkers in the hospital this last week and and her her coworker's mom was there, and she was talking on the phone and she said, uh, talking about Tammy said oh um, lexi 's work mom is here, so uh, she introduced her to uh, to everybody is is her daughter 's work mom. Do you ever have a work mom um, my my work mom's sitting on the back pew back there she 's kind of everybody 's work mom um, I need all the moms I can get, don't you? Yeah, amen, anybody, anybody else out there? Okay, I'm thankful for all uh, the moms in our lives. I'm thankful for my mom uh, and all the lessons that she taught me and my sister. Sometimes I wonder how she kept from just pulling her hair completely out when she was raising me and my sister. I mean, not that we were that bad. Um, We just fought a lot, you know. And when we were growing up, we fought. But we had rules of engagement, right? We had rules for battling. Uh, no fisticuffs, which we mostly, we mostly followed that. No actual fisticuffs. No, no name-calling. Um, we, but we always kind of found a way to get around that. For, for instance, we couldn't call each other stupid. That was the S-word in my house. Um, that just tells you how I was raised, right? Okay. We couldn't call each other stupid. Um, but we could probably sneak around that and I could probably call my sister a nincompoop and get away with it. Or she could call me an ignoramus or something like that and, and get away with, uh, get away with that. Um, one day my sister called me something that, that really, really got under my skin though. She, um. And mostly because I didn't know what it meant at that time. But she said to me that day, uh, you are so L7. And I had no idea what she was talking about. So I ran to my mama and I said, Mom, Susan called me a dirty name. And she said, did not. And I said, did too. And she said, did not. And I said, did too. We went on like that for a while. And my mom said, well, what did you call him? And she said, uh, I just said he was so L7, and and my mom says, well, what does that mean? And she meant, it means he is square. Do y'all remember that? Now, look, I'm just saying, I grew up in the 60s, right? And uh, don't look at me like you don't know what I'm talking about, you know? Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs, Wooly Bully, let's don't be L7, let's learn to dance, Okay. So, but L7, that was new to me. That was new. I'm still square. I, I'm still square. But Huey Lewis in the news says it's hip to be square. So, uh, I'm, I'm hip too. Um, but I'm still square. I, I, this, look, I'm way beyond the 60s now, but I still am learning insults that I didn't know were insults. You know, you know what I mean? Uh, not long ago, I was reading one one of the social media feeds that I follow, and this guy was writing some, I, y'all, I don't even remember, it was some political something that he was writing, and and you know how the comments, how you, you just put anything, if you, do, look, if you don't want to get criticized and, like, people pour hate stuff on you, don't ever say anything, don't ever be anything, don't ever do anything, and, and you, then you'll probably get criticized anyway, but... He put something up there, and somebody, somebody in his comments, this woman, uh, ins- meant this is an insult. She said, "You're a sheep." And I said, "You're a, sh- a sheep. Is, is that an insult now?" And, and But I got to thinking about it. I thought, well, you know, it could be an insult. It, c- it could be an insult. You could be a sheep in a bad way, right? For instance, in John chapter 10, Jesus talked a lot about false shepherds, hired hands, really, that that weren't really shepherds, but um, that didn't really care about the sheep. And that folks shouldn't just blindly follow the false shepherd and people surely shouldn't follow like an antichrist type figure. That'd be bad, wouldn't it? It would be bad to be a sheep if you were following a false shepherd or a hired hand. It would, it would also be bad to be a sheep if you were following the herd instead of following the shepherd, right? Is, is the herd mentality still around today? You know, it's just like somebody goes, boo, and the herd stampedes and, and nobody even really knows where they're going. They're just following the herd. That'd be bad. But having said all that, to be a sheep is not necessarily an insult. Actually, we're celebrating being a sheep today. Now, notice I didn't say celebrating being asleep today. I said celebrating being a sheep today. Okay. Um, The Bible says a lot about being a sheep and God being our shepherd. And Jesus says a lot about being the good shepherd and it was just it was just a metaphor that he used all the way through the Bible. It's one it's one of God's main way ways of referring to God's people is being our shepherd. One of the one of the my favorite verses in Isaiah about being a sheep is Isaiah forty eleven. It says, He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arm. And carry them in his bosom and gently lead the mother sheep. Any, any mother sheep out there that feel like you need some help from the good shepherd? Uh, it's, it's okay. We're promised that he will help the mother sheep. Sign me up to be a sheep if the Lord is my shepherd, right? Sign me up. If the Lord is my shepherd, sign me up. If I could sum everything I'm going to say today up in just four words, I would say it like this. Follow the good shepherd. And I really, could just, I really could just sum it up into two words. And those two words would be follow Jesus. There, just two words. Okay, now we can all go eat brunch, right? No, I'm not going to let you off that easy. But... I want you to see some qualities from John chapter 10 about what it means to be a sheep in Jesus' fold. Verse 27, uh, Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. My my sheep hear my voice. Listening for his... That's one of the the beautiful things about that song that Kalen just sang for us. It's like... These voices say this about me, and there here is what the Lord says about me. I'm just going to listen for His voice. In the midst of all the competing voices and all of the static and all of the constant noise that surrounds us all the time, I'm going to listen for the shepherd's voice. I'm going to listen for His voice. And you say, well, does that mean you listen for the preacher's voice? Well, maybe. If the preacher is preaching Jesus, yeah. So how am I going to know if, if it's the Lord's voice I'm hearing? How am I going to know if I'm hearing Jesus' voice versus something else? The only way really we can know the voice of the Good Shepherd is to, to read what Jesus says primarily in, in the Gospels that tell about the life and the teachings of Jesus. That's how you're going to know when somebody is trying to feed you a line that that doesn't sound anything at all like Jesus. My sheep hear my voice. Read the red letters in this book. See what the shepherd actually said. My sheep hear my voice. The second quality is, is also verse 27. Jesus said, I know my sheep. I know them. I know them. Jesus has used this language before, hasn't he? Back on the Sermon on the Mount. Here's what he says about knowing his sheep in, in Matthew chapter 7. Right after, right after in this sermon, Jesus tells them to beware of false prophets. Those who were like really wolves in sheep's clothing. He says this, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But only the one who does the will of my Father On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out demons in your name? Did we not do many deeds of power in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. I never knew you. You're doing religious things. You're calling yourself mine. But I don't know you, Jesus said. I don't, I don't know you. You're not following me. That's the key. You're, you're not doing the will of my Father. You're... This brings me to the next quality of being a sheep in the sheepfold of the Lord. And that's in verse 27. They follow me. You see, following Jesus and helping others to follow Jesus is what we're all about here at Gaston First United Methodist Church. Sharing Christ, making disciples, serving, giving hope, following Jesus, and helping others to follow Jesus. If we're doing anything else, y'all, we're doing it wrong. We're just doing it wrong. At the very beginning of Jesus' ministry, remember what he said when he was calling his disciples? He, he would just go up to them and he wouldn't, he wouldn't give them a whole long list of things to do. He would just say, follow me. Follow me, follow me. And they would put down their fishing nets or they would get up from their tax collector booth or they would drop whatever they were doing and they would follow him. And then right before Jesus ascended into heaven, this is really kind of where we left off last week in John chapter 21. Jesus had, had risen from the dead and Jesus had helped him find this big miraculous catch of fish and he was cooking breakfast for him. On the beach, right? He was gr- grilling fish and bread on the beach. And he, that's when he asked Simon Peter, the three times, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And then he said, feed my lambs and tend my sheep and feed my sheep. And then at the end of verse 19, the last thing he said to Simon Peter was this. And this is a, this is a message that never changed. This is a message at the beginning. It's the message at the end. It's kind of like bookends. He says follow me. That's it. The message at the beginning, follow me. The message from before you ascended into heaven, follow me. From A to Z, that's it. Follow Jesus. Help others to follow Jesus. It's what lies behind a whole bunch of other things that we do. For instance, why do we feed people um, at Ladle of Love every Friday? Why do we provide clothes at our clothes closet for people that need clothes because we want to follow Jesus. And Jesus said, feed the people that are hungry and give clothing to people that need it. Visit people in the prison. Welcome the stranger. Why do we? Do, it's behind everything that we do. Why would I even say to you, why would I say to you, for instance, don't be a racist? It's not a, it's not a political thing. It's not a, like a social thing. It's a follow Jesus thing. Because we're all made in the image of God. And therefore everybody's due dignity and respect. And somebody that's made in God's image should get that dignity and that respect. And racism denies that very basic dignity. I don't want to do that because I do want to follow Jesus, you see. So why, why would I say to you, love your neighbor? Just, just because I'm like all squishy, and I was raised in the 60s? No, it's not that. It's because that's what Jesus said to do. Well, does do that mean all my neighbors? Yeah, all my neighbors. Jesus didn't stutter. All my neighbors, even the ones I don't like, even the cranky ones, right? Even the ones that go to a different church, even the, even the atheist one, ooh, all of my neighbors. It's not a political statement. It's a follow Jesus statement. Jesus' sheep follow him. They hear my voice, Jesus said. They follow them. And you know what happens when they hear his voice and he knows us and we follow him? This is cool. The fourth quality of being a sheep is that he gives his sheep eternal life and they never perish. He gives them eternal life. They never perish. Eternal life. Now sometimes we, we shrink down eternal life to mean nothing more than I got my ticket punched to go to heaven. And if we do that, we're just short selling what Jesus really means by eternal life. Because eternal life is the quality of life that Jesus gives us. Not just the quantity of life. It's the quality, God the eternal gives us God's kind of equality of life. Because eternal, y'all, some things you don't want to go on for eternity, right? And I, when I was a kid, I used to hear people, preachers say, well, heaven's going to be like one eternal church service. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can stand it. Eternal is the quality of life. Well, that's what Jesus means when he says in John ten ten, uh, the thief, talking about those false shepherds, come to steal and to kill and to destroy the sheep. But I, the good shepherd, came that my sheep could have life and have it abundantly, abundant life. Abundant life in the sweet by and by? Well, yeah, but now too. Abundant life now, eternal life now, it starts with being his sheep in his fold. It starts with being a sheep. And then the last one, verse 29, he says, no one can snatch the sheep from my hand. No one can snatch my sheep out of my hand. I've already told you that I grew up in the 60s. So I have no trouble admitting to you what I'm about to say next. I love watching Looney Tunes cartoons. I always have and I always will. Okay? Um, I still love them. Some of my favorite ones were the ones that had Ralph Wolf and Sam Sheepdog in there. Any of y'all ever seen Ralph Wolf and Sam Sheepdog? Okay. Uh, You know, they they come to work every morning. They have this little time clock mounted on the tree there. And it's like, morning, Ralph morning sam and they get their time card and they clock in and then when the whistle blows ralph wolf who looks just like Wally coyote i don't know how he got away with that but ralph wolf goes off and and tries these elaborate schemes to steal the sheep sam's sheepdog looks like he can't even see because the his hair comes all the way down here um it's great fun but Ralph Wolf never, ever gets away with stealing one of Sam's sheepdog's sheep. Never. And that's what I think about when I see Jesus' words here in John 10. Nobody's going to snatch away one of my sheep. Now, that doesn't mean the sheep don't go astray because y'all sheep are dumb. <laughs> they are. We are. Okay? That's a re- there's a reason Jesus didn't call us Doberman pinchers or something like that, some smart animal. He calls us the sheep. But if Sam's sheepdog can take care of his cartoon sheep, then I'm telling you, Jesus the good shepherd can most certainly take care of you and me. I started out this morning by telling you about Sam the Sham and Wooly Bully. And I'm finishing up telling you about Sam Sheepdog and Wooly Cartoon Sheep. So the very last thing is going to be Sam, Pastor Sam, telling you in the best way possible, be a sheep. Be a sheep. let's pray God we thank you so much for being a sheep because being a sheep in your fold means that even if we do wander off and get ourselves in a mess that you'll leave the 99 behind to go and find that poor dumb lost one It means that you take care of us, that you make us lie down in green pastures when we get too tired. It means that you anoint our head with oil when we need it. It means that you prepare a table before us even in the presence of our enemies. It means that you call to us and that you lead us And that even through the valley of the shadow of death, Lord, you're there with us. It's good to be your sheep. It's good to be your sheep. Thank you for eternal life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Will you stand in worship? was growing up, um, that was the MYF benediction. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Here's what we would do. We'd gather in a circle. we cross arms, always right over the left. So cross arms, right over the left. Hold hands with somebody next to you if you're not afraid to. It's okay. It's all right. If you had a fight this morning before you came to church, it's all right. You can make up now. All right. And the reason that everybody did right over left is because after we did the benediction, we'd all unfold the circles and then leave that way. And if you don't do right over left, somebody tears a rotator cuff. and That's not good. Um, so um, and we say, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.